one of America's most influential environmentalists, Barry Commoner devoted his life and career to ecology, awareness, education, and enacting positive change. I'm Devin Boker, and today on The Wildlife, the life and impact of Barry Commoner. He was among the first to begin advocating for recycling and organic farming, as well as raising awareness about the threats of the greenhouse effect and dangers of radioactive fallout. As the founder of the Citizens Party, which he also ran for president under in 1980, Commoner believed in the collective power of individuals to create change and peace through accepting responsibility for their actions and making the active decision to be better. While certain things have changed for the better, Commoner was no less concerned in 2006 than he was in the 1960s, especially in regards to climate change and fossil fuels, on which he said, there is no question that climate change, global warming, envelops the entire world and it's getting worse. And if nothing is done, beginning now, to cut back strongly on the use of fossil fuels, we are headed for disaster. After World War II, Early on in Commoner's career, the U.S. government and Soviet Union were in the beginning of a Cold War and a nuclear arms race. The U.S. government was tirelessly conducting nuclear bomb tests in the oceans and isolated portions of the American desert. Commoner, as well as his fellow professors, became increasingly concerned with the potential public health hazards associated with the dispersal of atomic residue that had been projected into the stratosphere. In 1950, he and his colleagues began investigating the lasting effects of strontium-90, one of the atomic residues. As Commoner describes, strontium is very much like calcium, and in fact follows calcium throughout the body to the bones and teeth. So came the I Gave My Tooth to Science campaign, which began with tens of thousands of St. Louis schoolchildren sending in their teeth to be tested for harmful levels of strontium. But soon, escalated to teeth being sent from around the world. It wasn't long before their studies showed that strontium-90 was indeed present in levels enough to cause cancer, and a worldwide ban of atmospheric nuclear testing was put in place. This was a major environmental victory. Commoner speaks of this time in American history as a movement when people began to see that the effects on the environment as a result of their choices were directly on them. 1970s saw the first Earth Day, the founding of the EPA, the Clean Air Act, and the removal of lead from gasoline, which was a major health hazard, especially on children. It might seem that we've lost a lot of that momentum, but as Commoner points out, a lot of those same attitudes and concerns are mirrored by the sudden popularity of organic foods, which, by the way, Commoner and his colleagues were the first to rigorously study. Still, Commoner warned of the red threat, which he described as the thoughtless way in which we decide what we are going to produce and how we're going to produce, and what impact that has on not simply getting the product, but on our lives, our health, the welfare of poor people, the environment as a whole. That red threat can be exhibited quite obviously by industrial agriculture and slowly creeping into what is supposed to stand as the environmentally minded alternative of organic. To counter that threat, Commoner created the four laws of ecology. Number one, everything's connected to everything else. Number two, everything must go somewhere. Number three, nature knows best. And number four, 
there's no such thing as a free lunch. These laws are rules to live by, and it takes a wise person to simplify such complex issues into four bullet points while still doing them justice. I personally am inspired by the service of Barry Commoner. I often doubt myself not quite seeing how I'm going to achieve my goal in life of spreading environmental awareness, scientific literacy, and acting as much positive change in the fields of conservation and ecology as possible. And I doubt the ability of one person to enact such change, especially me. Seeing the accomplishments of Barry and the age of which he began to make his most significant impacts, it gives me hope. Hope to make the same sort of impacts, not, not for personal gain, but for the betterment of people, the environment, and the interconnectedness of it all. I'm Devin Boker. Thank you for listening to The Wildlife. And peace out, Rainbow Trout.